Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 KISS FM. Nelson with Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. Thanks for rolling with us on your Tuesday morning. You can listen along with your free KISS FM mobile app. You can also play catch up with your mobile app. That's right. Smith and Nelson on demand. You can do it there or with your favorite podcast providers. Looking at our website and our mobile app, see stories there. Man, we're just turning into little Hollywood here. Yeah, Montana is really coming <laughs> up in the film industry. It's been cool, it's been cool to see. Well, they're offering up all these incentives, right, for, for film companies to, to shoot in That's the right. state. Yeah, different productions have been uh, coming through town. There was like a, a thing where Montana, the government, offered a grant to certain productions to come here and film. Uh, which has been cool because, hey, it's helping out the economy of Montana. And also, it's just pretty cool to be part of like the film industry, I well, think. You're offering up a ton of money, and you're thinking, hmm, where are we going to shoot? Should we shoot here or should we shoot here? We're going to get a bunch of kickbacks. Right. Uh, let's go here. Let's go right. to the kickbacks. <laughs> I mean, we've had Yellowstone, right? Of course. Missoula and the outlining areas last year. Uh, not sure what the plan is for the upcoming season. Sounds like they're probably going to do some more local filming, though. Right. Um, but we just had... The last couple of weeks, the story of uh, an Alec Baldwin movie shooting over in Billings. Yeah. That kind of made some noise. A movie called Supercell. Going to be about like a storm chaser and following in his dad's footsteps or whatever. Uh, there was I saw yesterday Robert Duvall, apparently. I thought Robert Duvall was done and retired. <laughs> I, thought, I mean, he is. He's quite old now. Has he been in much lately? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what he's been in lately. I feel like. You must have been in something. I'm going to look it up while we're talking. <laughs> uh, I, I just feel like, we haven't, I, I feel like I haven't seen him for a while. I just feel like. I feel like I, th- I thought he was done. Yeah, you know, he was in a, he was in a movie called Widows a couple of years ago, which is a really good movie. Uh, What's and a I, couple of years ago? Uh, 2018. Okay. So yeah, but then that that was a very good movie that he was in. Uh, before that, I think the last movie I saw him in, he was in The Judge in 2014. Uh, Jack Reacher with Tom Cruise, 2012. Uh, so yeah, it's, yeah, so we're talking like three movies over over the course of like ten. I mean, there's a couple other movies in that time, but none that I had like heard of. Okay. And I'm somebody who has heard of a lot yeah, of movies, right, so right, totally. <laughs> so take that for what it's worth. Totally. Uh, he's not working as much as he did back in like the 70s, but he's still making movies every once in a while. That's crazy. Uh, well, apparently he's uh, they're in the state, I guess, filming a new movie that he's gonna, he's going to be in. Uh, and then I saw this yesterday. Posted a story on our website. Uh, not really filming in Montana, but kind of a Montana-based movie, right? About this, uh, I guess, this priest from Helena, and it's this. Kind of this little labor labor of love, I guess, that Mark Wahlberg has had because he's been kind of had it on the on the burner and kind of hands in the project for like six years. Yeah, I think we talked about this movie a little bit a couple of weeks ago when I uh, during Newsy and Nowhere they talked about Mark Wahlberg uh, gaining a bunch of weight for an upcoming that's movie. Right. Okay, yeah, and that's exactly what it is because there were some pictures that came out with him on the set. Yeah, and it's like if you, if you glanced, you wouldn't even recognize Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I mean, you're seen shredded, ripped Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then you see these pictures, and it's like. If you didn't know that was him, I mean, I guess you could, you know, from the face. Right. If you really, you're like, eh, that's Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, if you, if you thought that Mark Wahlberg maybe, like, ate one of the other Wahlbergs. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> or just ate at the Wahlberger restaurant a little too much. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But I guess he put on, uh, put on some good weight. Then I guess he was wearing, he's wearing, like, a fat suit in the movie. Right, maybe? he's got, like, a double chin and yeah. uh, stuff and everything. So, yeah, he's, he's putting on a lot, of, uh, a lot of makeup and a lot of prosthetics. But also, he actually did gain a lot of weight yeah. uh, for this role. He was... Uh, Part of the story is like he's eating like seven thousand calorie a day, <laughs> like that was his routine. Jeez, working with like this uh, this trainer for 
7,000 calories. Yeah, it's not often you get a trainer to have you go the gain weight. Yeah, yeah the, the opposite, opposite direction. direction. <laughs> uh, but some of these pictures are crazy. But just kinda, it just kind of had the uh, the Montana tie-in, this story from this priest in uh, Helena. And I don't know how he got onto the story or right. why it just kind of stuck with him, but he's been kind of involved in this project over the years. Mel Gibson's going to play his dad in the movie. Right, which we, we just talked about like uh, off the air. Like, Didn't Mel Gibson play Mark Wahlberg's dad already in Daddy's Home too? And I forgot about that until you mentioned yeah. it. I was like, That's right, he did. He did. <laughs> kind of a weird thing there. Yeah, uh, but you want to check out some of these pictures. I mean, uh, it's it's a different different look than you've seen from Mark Wahlberg. Absolutely, it's pretty crazy. But uh, you want to check that out? We've got that story at KissFM.com and your free KissFM mobile app. With its country in St. Regis, it's Montana's country leader, ninety four nine KissFM. Spring is Montana's country leader, ninety four nine KissFM. Smith and Nelson in the morning. Good looking day for our Tuesday. See a high in the mid sixties. Expected to be right around 66 for Missoula with overnight temperatures in the upper 40. Chance of some rain moving in. I shouldn't even say a chance. Rain going to move in yeah. by the later afternoon hours. And as we get to our overnight, and looking at tomorrow, looks like some, some rain definitely coming. So enjoy it from now until about, oh, I don't know, 4 or 5 o'clock this afternoon <laughs> when you can stay dry. Yeah. Tomorrow, I'll see a high near 60. How about Thursday? Low 70s. We'll take it. Weather check for the morning is from Claim Jumper Casino. That's right. Great food and entertainment come together at the Claim Jumper Casino, 3021 Brooks, Missoula, next to Southgate Mall. We may be witnessing history. Missoula Paddleheads may pull off an undefeated season. Uh, how many games have they played so far? Three games in, three games won. All right. Hey, perfection. Not bad. Perfection. Might as well just call the season now. We'll start a new segment, The Quest for Perfection <laughs> with the Battleheads. Uh, no game tonight. They had a doubleheader yesterday. Yeah, after it got rained out on Sunday, they uh, ended up doing a doubleheader yesterday. And tickets were only a dollar to go to that one, Yeah, too. it was supposed to be Dollar Day, uh, kind of like Community Appreciation Day or whatever. They right. Were, they were focusing it around and uh, ended up having the doubleheader. So it was like a dollar got you both of the games. That's a pretty awesome deal. Uh, but they won the opening day game and then both of them yesterday. So uh, 3-0. Nice. The quest for perfection continues. Not bad. They'll be playing again tomorrow night against uh, Idaho Falls. And uh, tomorrow's actually daddy-daughter date night uh, at the stadium. Which, uh, that'll be fun. As well as Woof Wednesday. Every, okay. Wednesday, every Wednesday, bring the uh, bring the furry member of the family. Nice. So we'll see if uh, we'll see if the uh, the dogs can bring them some luck going for uh, win number four. We had a uh, question yesterday on our Facebook page. And we got a ton of great answers. I was reading through, yeah? I was reading through some of these and I was like, gosh, these are these are great. Nice. Uh it was what was what's your favorite profanity free insult? <laughs> Which I thought this this has to get some good answers, right? I would think so, right? It, it did. It uh, did. We'll share some of those coming up next hour. One of them says, uh just just an example. Once it's the first comment on the page says, If brains were dynamite, you wouldn't have enough to blow your nose. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great insult that's right a there. solid one that's good that's what we're talking about uh profanity free insults you have one you want to add to the list before we kind of uh recap some of those this morning you can add your thoughts on facebook or with our free kiss fm mobile app do a little nashville news for your morning music city 60 right here 94.9 kiss fm she did what to who he said what can that be true this is the music city 60 on 94.9 kiss fm 
Country star Casey Musgraves has finally opened up in an article in Elle magazine about her two-year marriage to fellow country artist Rustin Kelly. She talks about what brought on the divorce that surprised her fans and started a flurry of songwriting for Casey that is going to come out in her next album set to come out later this year. Casey talks about how quarantining during the pandemic was part of the undoing of their relationship. You can find the June-July issue of Elle magazine online or in stores. Country superstar Luke Bryan is adding some extra shows in Vegas next February. His residency at the theater at Resorts World Las Vegas was so popular that there's now three new shows on the calendar. You can get tickets and more info at AXS.com. And finally, country duo Florida Georgia Line, who just picked up a Billboard Music Award, has announced that not only will they have a nationwide drive-in movie concert next month, but there's also going to be select indoor movie venues playing the show. FGL with special guests Nellie and Chase Rice will be at the Fairplex in Hamilton on Saturday, June 12th, and at the same time, indoor movie theaters in Coeur d'Alene and Spokane. You can also see FGL perform today on Ellen's show. Get more info on the concert at EncoreNights.com. I'm Tama Fulton. Catch you later. And now, you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60, 94.9 KISS FM. It's Wrecker, 94.9 KISS FM. Smith & Nelson in the morning, part of our Tuesday, brought to us by the Advocates Injury Attorney. That's right. If you've been in an accident, don't go it alone. Call your local Advocates Injury Attorney. They take the stress away, deal with the insurance, get you the settlement you deserve. They don't get paid until you win. Call the Advocates today at 406-640-4444 or MontanaAdvocates.com. Looking at this list, and I think, uh, I think a lot of it makes sense. Things that we're buying as the pandemic winds down. Yeah, exactly. People are heading back to work. They're heading back to traveling, you know, doing all these things that they couldn't do before. So they're going to need some supplies that uh, they might not have needed uh, this time last year. You compare it to a year ago and see where uh, where purchases are up. This one's kind of crazy. I don't know. This one's kind of, this one's wild to me. It says, uh. It says Walmart says it sold twice as many alarm clocks last month than they did a year ago. Okay, I mean, I I think it kind of makes sense. You I know, mean, I pe- get it; it makes sense because people, you know, weren't going to work. A lot of people like lost their jobs and stuff, so uh, you know, didn't need the alarm clock anymore. Uh, but now, pandemic so ending, they threw it out. Yeah, as soon as as soon as they lose their job, <laughs> they chuck their alarm clock out the window and never thought about it again. But now they're heading back to work, and uh, they got to buy a new alarm clock. I mean, it makes sense that they would probably sell more than last year, but twice as many. That, yeah. That just seems crazy. It's it's like, I mean, you, ha- you had to have had, if you had an alarm clock. Like, right. Like, what, what's going on? It's also surprising because people kinda... have alarm clocks on their phones now, so it's surprising they would need to go out and buy a physical alarm clock, That too. as well. That's also part of the, my thinking, too. Uh, like, so that is weird. It's like, what's the craze of alarm clocks? But, uh, yeah, twice as many last month. Compared to what they did a year ago, that's pretty so, wild. But like you said, it makes sense. People starting to get back to work and kind of get get back in the swing of things, right? Uh, luggage sales up four hundred percent from last year. People are going to be traveling a lot this summer and the fall, I think, as people get ready to travel, realizing, well, you need something to travel with. I guess, yeah, right? exactly. Uh, teeth whitening strips, beauty products—they've been some of the biggest sellers in the past few months. Uh, party supplies more than doubled. Really? And balloon sales up 50%. Okay. So I guess, I mean, that kind of, I think, also makes sense if you do that same line of thinking with sure. alarm clocks of graduation parties that couldn't happen last year. Sure. Any sort of summer birthday people celebration. Are, people are finally getting ready to uh, get back and have these kind of big gatherings and stuff like that. My fr- a friend of mine who had to cancel his wedding last year. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you were supposed to be in, right? I was supposed to be in the wedding, and they had to, uh, they didn't, they ended up, 
uh, just having the wedding, but just with like the immediate family there. So it was like 25 people or something. But uh, this past weekend, they had their one year anniversary like party, and they made like a big barbecue where everybody came out and hung out. I FaceTimed in because obviously <laughs> they're all in New York, and I was right. in Montana. Uh, but yeah, it was kind of cool to see like, Hey, the entire like gang is back. Like the entire crew is, is all in one place, which is wild. Yeah, very much so. Uh, on the list here, new clothing, especially warm weather clothes up 60% from last year. So people, people gearing up just for, sure. for summer activities. And I guess, you know, if, if, if you have that cycle where you buy new clothes every year, every summer. Uh, you know, go shopping or whatever. And right. You missed out on it last year. I guess you you make up for it this year. Or if you're like me, you just hang on to the same shirts for 10, 15 years at a time. So you wear it thin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and then finally here on the list, razors and other shaving-related products okay. for both men and women. Hey, you're you're going to be outdoors and uh, interacting with people a little bit more, kind of, you know, going back and working stuff. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. Kind so of- uh, there's, a, there's kind of a list of, of what we're buying as a, as a whole, which I think most of that, kind of look at the list and go, yeah, I, yeah, that all makes sense. Society is getting back to normal. It seems like totally, totally get all of that. Yeah, yeah. good to see too. But yeah, I, I don't know. Alarm clocks. What I think is just it just it, it hits me crazy. It's so many like all these things on the list. Ah, eh, they're up seventy percent. It's up forty. Right. It's like alarm clocks. Twice <laughs> as many alarm clocks sold at Walmart, which is yeah, that is wild. It's it's weird that people would throw out their old alarm clocks. That's that's pretty crazy. All right, there you go. So uh, as we get back, uh, back trying to get to normal, I'm still not there yet. Yeah, We're still working our way through. But as the pandemic kind of winds down, we go on the other side of things. That's what people are buying: alarm clocks, luggage, beauty products, party supplies, new clothing, and uh, razors. There you go. There's your list. It's Montana's country leader, ninety-four-nine Kiss FM. Newsy and noteworthy, and it's now on 94.9 KISS FM. Yes, it is. What's newsy and noteworthy for your morning? And Lindsay Lohan is uh, staging her comeback with a new Netflix Christmas romantic comedy. Netflix has been kind of uh, moving in on like a Lifetime and Hallmark territory yeah. with some of these movies. Uh, and that's pretty much exactly what this one sounds like. It doesn't have a title yet, but Lindsay Lohan plays a newly engaged, spoiled hotel heiress who gets amnesia after a skiing accident. She ends up in the care of a handsome blue-collar lodge owner and his precocious daughter in the days leading up to Christmas. It sounds like Overboard, his actually. His precocious <laughs> daughter. His precocious daughter. Couldn't just be a normal daughter. Yeah. It has to be a precocious one. Uh, but yeah, Lindsay Lohan has not been in a ton of stuff. Uh, you know, Those since. holiday movies, though, they try to do anything they can to get the... With the excitement level about exactly, them. you know, get like one kind of, and they, you know, I think this could be like one of those things that uh, people do watch them around the holidays, especially yeah. those Netflix ones. So who knows? It could be the start of the Lindsay Lohan comeback. Absolutely. All right, woman uh, recently climbed a fence at the El Paso, Texas Zoo, and she got inside the monkey cage and decided to hand feed several of the monkeys. <laughs> okay. I watched the video; it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it says the woman may have fed the monkeys several hot Cheetos. And poss- this is the this is the kicker. Possibly expose them to the coronavirus. Oh boy! <laughs> There's no mention of like everybody else at the zoo that she may have exposed <laughs> to the coronavirus. <laughs> We're really worried about these monkeys just right the now. Monkeys. The zoo's going to uh, press charges and install security uh, cameras and higher fences. Man, I, I like they said they may have exposed their flaming hot Cheetos. Like they may they may have fed them hot yeah. Cheetos. We're, there's no way to know for sure. <laughs> yeah, I watched the video. It's pretty crazy. I mean, she just nonchalant just goes in there and just yeah. like sits, pops the squat on the rocks and just kind of feeding them. Then when she's done, she kind of heads back over to the fence. Like someone helps her back out. Like really? Just, oh, so she had an accomplice. It's pretty wild. Interesting. Uh, that is pretty wild. Uh, a new study, a new shocking study, uh, finds that winning the lottery gets you more friends. If you have money, 
people will flock to that you. That makes sense. Yeah, the average lottery winner gains one extra friend for every $5,000 they win. Uh, so if you win a million dollars, that number of friends you have uh, increases by about 200 people. Friends <laughs> and family start popping out of the woodwork. Yeah, hey, hey, you got a lot of money. That's great. We should yeah. hang out and watch your big TV exactly. sometime. Uh, <laughs> there you go. To, can I borrow a few bucks? <laughs> Story about an eight-year-old in Minnesota recently lost a hundred-dollar bill while they were shopping at the local Target local Target store. His mom went on social media, asked if anybody found the money, and then everybody kind of saw that story. So Good Samaritans chipped in and started sending money to his mother's Venmo account. Made about one hundred and sixty-eight dollars. Then the cool part of it, the eight-year-old ended up donating most of that money to people in need. Nice. And then that got me thinking, like eight years old, like. I got a six-year-old. There's no way I'd be like, here, you hold the $100 bill while we're, <laughs> while we're shopping around Target. Like, sheesh. Yeah, definitely. Man. Uh, 78-year-old Robert Craner got his master's in engineering from the University of Southern California in 1971. But at the time, he was in the Air Force, and he got called back to active duty before his uh, graduation ceremony. So the school let him take part in their own graduation ceremony this past week. Uh, which is I believe, 50 years after he was uh, wow. originally supposed to get it. Uh, and his wife, his kids, grandparents were all there to see him, you know, walk the graduation ceremony, which is a pretty awesome thing. I was just thinking, like, what, what took so long? Yeah, uh, also a good question. <laughs> Why not? Uh, How about, know, like, the year he got The back? year later or two years later, whatever it is. Yeah, 50 years later, <laughs> they finally got around to it. Well, at least they finally did. Yeah. All right, Coral Springs, Florida. Police recently arrested a man for impersonating a Lowe's employee. He popped on a Lowe's vest. Filled the cart with about $1,000 worth of merchandise and just kind of left the store without paying. Okay. Everything was, in the cart. I was going to say, it can't be illegal to impersonate a Lowe's employee, but when you're stealing stuff, I guess it is. $1,000 <laughs> worth of stuff, yeah. Uh, this is my favorite part, though. And Outside, he even helped help the customer load a large item into their car. So really? Somebody saw him with a vest and was like, can you help me? He's like, oh, man. Well, sure, yeah. Yeah. Well, he has to sell the illusion. <laughs> if, somebody, if he's helping out somebody, then uh, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's a Lowe's employee. I'd be like, ah, I just punched out. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> he actually got uh, he actually got arrested for not that crime, but one kind of similar. A really? Lo- a Lowe's employee picked him out of a lineup and uh, said that he was the guy that ended up stealing a pressure washer, an axe, and three chainsaws at a different trip to the store. Wow. But, uh, I mean, come on. The guy's got a heart of gold. <laughs> I mean, he did help that hoping, one person. Hoping that person loads something in there. Yeah, car. exactly. <laughs> they should produce a sentence. <laughs> there you go. Newsy Noteworthy for the morning. It's Kiss. Ashley Homestores. Smith & Nelson with 94.9 Kiss FM. You're always going to be able to listen along with your free Kiss FM mobile app. And you'll find Smith & Nelson on demand from your mobile app. That's right. Available through the app or through your favorite podcast providers. We had a conversation going yesterday. It was kind of a, uh, a list. Somebody somebody online had thrown it out there and was asking people to submit their best profanity-free insults. Right. So you, the insults you kind of got to get creative with. It's not just, you know, yelling curse words at people. Yeah. It's, you know, you got to <laughs> think about some phrases to kind of toss around. And uh, we had a kind of a list of some examples yesterday. One of them was, you're the reason shampoo has instructions. That was one of our favorites, kind yeah. Of a, kind of a, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's insulting. Sure. Um, but we, we threw it out there and said, hey, what's, what's, a, what's a good profanity-free insult? And got, got some good stuff. We did. Yeah, we really did. So people responded on our Facebook page, uh, like Bryce, who said, if brains were gasoline, you wouldn't have enough to power a motorcycle around a Cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very specific. <laughs> Which That's I think great. a lot of these best ones are very, very specific. There's actually a similar one here, which uh, you mentioned before. If brains were dynamite, you wouldn't have enough to blow your nose. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's a good one. A few people said uh, something along the lines of, are your parents related? There you go. Yeah. Oh. Always a good uh, <laughs> quick shutdown, I feel like. 
Uh, this is the classic. You're not the brightest crayon in the box. Yeah, of that's, course. That's the old standby. That's one that uh, everybody knows. Uh, you can be replaced by a very small machine with no moving parts and no power source. <laughs> <laughs> that's good because that, that's kind of a thinker. Yeah. Because you get a, a very small machine with no moving parts and no power source. <laughs> so basically something that just sits there and does nothing. Pretty much. Can replace you. Exactly. I like that. Uh, I also <laughs> like this one. William threw this one in there. Whoever told you to be yourself could not have given you worse advice. <laughs> These are great. Yeah. Some real good ones. Uh, if your brains were made of leather, you wouldn't have enough to saddle a flea. Uh, this never, is, I've never heard that, but that's fantastic. That is a good one. This is a phrase that I had heard before, and I, I will say I don't really understand it, but uh, you don't have the sense that God gave geese. Do yeah, you, I don't know. Are geese known for their common sense? That, that's a phrase that I've heard. I definitely have heard that before. Um, but I, w- I would guess that they're not known for their common sense. Mm, if, yeah, good if point. You're, if you're telling somebody you don't even have the sense of geese, right? I would, I would guess that geese are pretty low on the. So uh, geese are really, really stupid, and you're stupider <laughs> than geese. So there I, you I go. I think that's what it breaks down to. <laughs> You've at least heard it before. I haven't. Yeah, uh, you haven't heard that at all. No, I've never heard that. Okay, uh, I think you're. As few... soon as we're done here, I'll be googling how smart are geese. <laughs> uh, Alan threw in. Uh, I think you're a few fries short of a happy meal. That's a good, one. a classic. Uh, you couldn't dump pee out of a boot with the instructions on the bottom. Another classic. Uh, always good. Uh, I like Melissa's answer saying, uh, oh, honey, thank goodness you are pretty. <laughs> you don't have the smarts, but at least you have the look. Exactly. That's great. Uh, ice cream probably has too many moving parts for you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, in the animal kingdom, mothers eat their offspring like you. Man, these are great. Yeah, some really good ones. Uh, the the uh, lost ball in the high weeds. Bless your heart was in there, which uh, I think we talked about uh, yesterday when we talked about this. I think that, like, that might have been on the list. One right? of those like southern sayings where somebody like, "Oh, you're very stupid." Bless your heart. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Wow, your family tree must not have too many branches. <laughs> uh, go play in heavy traffic. That's a that's a good one right there. Uh, <laughs> you see, oh, you have a face that's perfect for radio. Another one that we used yesterday, yeah. which uh, yeah, we've heard a couple of times. Uh, you're just not that important. I like wow. that one. That one cuts to the core, that's, I yeah, feel that's like. Yeah, brutal. I like the one that says, what? I, I wasn't listening. Yeah. <laughs> just like, sorry, you're not important enough for me to be paying attention to this conversation. What, yep, exactly. What are you talking about? Yep. You're, you're a waste of good breathing air. Brenda threw that wow. one in there. Uh, a snake has better morals than you. <laughs> uh, when they were passing out brains, you thought they said trains, and you missed yours. Wow. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. I also, I, I think this one's my favorite. Uh, which is from uh, Belay, who says, who's this clown? <laughs> Implying that not only is the subject a clown, but not even one of the better known clowns. <laughs> I love that they, uh, they laid it out. Yes. Got to really like, throw thinker. it in there. It's yeah, it is. It really not is. Not only are you a clown, sir, <laughs> but you are a clown nobody has heard of. Exactly. Therefore, I ask, who are you? <laughs> Uh, that's good. We got some good answers there. We really did. I like that. That's fun. Uh, all right. Favorite prof- profanity-free insults. You hear those now, and that makes you think of uh, think of something, or maybe you missed our conversation yesterday. Uh, love to keep that list growing. Absolutely. We want to add it to it at the uh, Facebook page. You can do it on Facebook or message us with your KISS FM mobile app. Yep. This is your local country morning show. No bones about it. Smith & Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM. Nelson, in the morning, Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM, part of our morning, brought to us by Automotive Cutting Edge. That's right. When getting your car serviced at Automotive Cutting Edge, check out the observation deck off the mini tower above the office. A great way to relax and enjoy the airport view while waiting for your car. 4198 Corporate Way, just before the airport. For appointments, call Donna at 542-2218. It's automotivecuttingedge.com. 
We've seen a couple different stories now over the past few months where people are giving away freebies if you get your get your COVID vaccine. Of course, there was the uh, the big thing with Krispy Kreme. You get your vaccine, you show your vaccine card, you can get a free donut a day for the rest of the year. You can still get a free donut every day of the year. Yes, which <laughs> is a pretty wild thing. I have not taken advantage of that yet. I really got to get around to doing That's that. That's a great deal. Yeah. Uh, we've had where there were places in town that were offering like dollar beer for right. a week or so. Then it was like free beer at a place for a week or so. So there's been kind of some some different ways of trying to, I don't know if entice people to get the uh, the vaccine is the right word, but, uh, you know. Yeah, you know, a, a, a little bit of a reward, I yeah. guess, for getting it. Uh, and then uh, a few, we've also seen the kind of trend of, like, places scheduling sort of events or parties and then also having vaccine clinics on hand while those things are happening. Yeah, with the health department, the uh, the mobile vaccine clinic they have. They've, right. Uh, they've done a couple spots. We had one, uh, one was down at Winco a couple weeks ago. Right. Where they were just kind of set up in the parking lot. Um, another one was at uh, imagination, imagination. Brewing. they were doing their uh, their anniversary party yeah yeah well here you go here's another one this one's gonna happen at highlander and this is actually tomorrow actually yeah. tomorrow afternoon yeah it's their uh vaccine and beer bash and basically what's gonna happen health department gonna have the mobile vaccine clinic uh set up in the parking lot you can get the uh the single dose johnson and johnson vaccine you can get the two dose pfizer vaccine and of course they're free but you get the shot you get a beer not bad. That seems like a pretty dang good and trade. There's a trade right there, yeah. So this isn't uh, come and show us that you got vaccinated and we'll give you a freebie. This is you get vaccinated on the spot, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a little something to say thank you. There you go. So there you go. It happens uh, tomorrow, what is it, 5 to 8, I believe. 5 to 8 over a Highlander beer, which uh, you were saying, like we were just talking about this, you haven't been there yet. I've not been to Highlander. My wife's been there. I have not. I ran into your wife there once, actually. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, no, I've been there a few times. I, I like Highlander a lot. I mean, they have that cool, like, kind of outdoor patio area. It's right by like a little creek you can hang out in uh, and stuff like that. Plus, they serve pizza, which is always good. That is always good. Uh, so there you go, vaccine and beer bash tomorrow, five to eight. And that's uh, kind of uh, on our website and on our mobile app. If you want to poke around, get some details with that. Of course, a bunch of other stuff is happening as we're starting to add events in the mix. Oh yeah. Uh, I was just kind of looking at some of them we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. You got the uh, the Big Sky Car Show over at Big Sky Brewery, right? Which is sneaking up on us. I was just thinking it's going to be June next week. It really is. Monday is the first. Right? We're almost halfway through twenty twenty one. How that happened so fast? My gosh, <laughs> Monday is the first of June, I believe. Yeah, uh, June twelfth. Going to have the car show over at Big Sky. They're going to have uh, food and music. And, yes, they are. Of course, beverages. Um, we've got the. Whiskey or the uh, barbecue and whiskey fest, which oh, is kind of Karis a, new, Park, a yeah. new event this summer. That's going to be Fourth of July weekends. Yep, same thing. Uh, music, food, obviously uh, barbecue and whiskey. Yep, and then uh, a couple weeks after that, got the Northwest Margarita Festival. Right. Yeah, which July twenty fourth. Back for a uh, a second go around. Yeah, plus tons of concerts have been being announced uh, over the past couple of weeks, and actually even just yesterday, Nathaniel Rail of the Night Sweats announced. Uh, over at Kettle House Amphitheater. That's like about every one. 20 minutes. Saw uh, some sort of a press release <laughs> yesterday from Log Jam. With, oh, yeah. With a show. It was like, dang. Okay. Yeah. Mod- like, maybe you guys could just put this all out in one <laughs> press release so we can just be like concentrate on the one thing. But uh, yeah, Modest Mouse, Nathaniel Raylett, Herbie Hancock coming to Kettle House. Kind of just here in the halls. It was every 20. 20- hey, did you see this one? Yeah. Yep. Got it. Okay. Right. <laughs> all right. So there you go. Always, uh, always kind of keep you in the loop what's going on around town. Yes. FM.com and your Kiss FM mobile app. 49 KISS FM. It's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM, Smith and Nelson in the morning. The window is kind of shrinking for your dry day. Looks like here for the later part of the evening, going to see rain move in. and Looks like a uh, rainy overnight and probably a rainy Wednesday as well. All right. 
All right, Smith and Nelson will go commercial free for your workday coming up at nine thirty with a fifty minute commercial free run. But That's right. right around this time every morning, it's movies with Mike. Yes, it is. And I always look at the list and I, I try to think, hmm, is this too easy? Oh no, it's had a couple stumpers. Oh, this is too hard. Oh, nailed them so easy. <laughs> <laughs> anytime I anytime I think I have it somewhere. It could go the other way. Yeah. But I, I'm looking at this list and I thought, oh, maybe I made it too easy for the day. You but, think so? But we'll see. Okay. All right. So we're going to make a couple movie titles every morning. He attempts to give us the year the movies came out. Let's roll it here for your Tuesday. Number one is going to be United 93. United 93 is a, a Paul Greengrass film. Uh, Paul Greengrass, director of uh, two of the Bourne movies. Actually, three Bourne movies. Uh, the Bourne Supremacy, the Bourne Ultimatum, and then... The newest one, Jason Bourne, uh, where Matt Damon came back. How many are there? Five? Five total, yeah. Uh, so, so did he do the last three? He did two and three, and then five. Okay. Because uh, the first one was a Doug Lyman movie, and then there was the two and three with Greengrass. And then the fourth one was with Jeremy Renner instead of Matt Damon. So it was like a try right. doing like That's a spinoff. Right. It didn't work. So when they made the fifth one, Matt Damon came back. Go back to the well. And Paul Greengrass returned for that one. Uh, also directed Captain Phillips with Tom Hanks. I think Paul Greengrass is a really solid director. Uh, and United 93, he made In Between, Born 2 and 3. This was his 9-11 movie. Yeah. Uh, and this came out in 2006. 2006. Yes, it did. All right. All right. Loaded Weapon 1. Loaded Weapon 1 is a... Uh, I've heard of this. I've never seen it, but this is like a parody movie. Yeah. Uh... I think obviously parodying the Lethal Weapon movies, right? Or at least partially? It, partially, yeah. Okay. That and other things. Okay. Uh, who's in this? Is uh, anybody know? Emilio Estevez, Samuel okay. L. Jackson. <laughs> All right. Got some John Lovitz in there, a little Tim Curry. Yeah. Okay. This is, uh, this is an early 90s thing, I think. Um, do, you know, do you know what else they're parodying besides Lethal Weapon? Is there anything uh, I don't, noteworthy? I don't know specifically. Okay. It just It's kind of a take on it. Obviously that, but it mentioned uh, like TV commercials and just kind of everything. You know, they always throw everything in there. They can sure. parody. Yeah. Um, but Emilio Estevez and Sam Jackson being in it. I, I know it's early 90s, but I feel like it's from a little bit before Sam Jackson really broke out with Pulp Fiction. I think this was 93. 93. Yes, it was. All right. All right. Final one for the morning. Hostage. Hostage. Uh, who's in this? Bruce Willis. Kevin Pollack. Uh, All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Maybe we did squeeze one in. You might, you might have. Who, who's the director of this? Florence Siri. Uh, okay. So Hostage, Bruce Willis. Uh, I'm trying to think of like when in uh, Bruce Willis. Because Bruce Willis has had such a long career. Yeah. Um, and this is one I haven't heard of, which makes me think it could be like one of the more recent Bruce Willis movies because for most of the 2010s, he's been making a lot of direct-to-video movies that, like, shoot in Bulgaria that he can show for three days <laughs> on set and collect, like, $5 million or whatever it is. Uh, so it, it could be one of those, but it also could just be, like, an action movie from the 90s that I'm forgetting about. Uh, so, And I feel like you're less likely to use one of the more recent Bulgaria Bruce Willis movies. <laughs> Uh, so being in the, I'll say it's pinpointed sometime in the nineties, maybe like in between Die Hard's because Die Hard 2 was in 1990, Die Hard with the Vengeance was 95, uh, Pulp Fiction would have been 94, maybe, maybe a little bit after Die Hard with the Vengeance. Uh, I'm going to say it was 96. After all of that, I used a more recent one. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. 2005. 2005. <laughs> Okay, but I like I like the I like listening to you piece it together. <laughs> <laughs> 
even if it was the wrong pieces that I was putting together. Uh, uh, but it's still a winning day. It two out win- of three. It is a winning day. Two, I will take that. Two for three. Nicely done. Movies with Mike. Do it right around this time tomorrow with Kiss. 94.9 Kiss FM. Our youth country leader, 94.9 Kiss FM, Smith & Nelson in the morning, always with your free Kiss FM mobile app. you got Smith & Nelson on demand there. If you don't have the app, download it for free for Apple and Android. We're looking at a story here. It says, 2,000 parents were asked, who's the biggest backseat driver in the family? <laughs> and uh, coming out in the top spot, maybe a little surprising, it says... They're teenage kids. That, uh, you know, it's a little surprising, but also kind of makes sense, I think. The kids who are just learning how to drive or have just gotten their license or something like that, but they're now new to the whole driving game, and they think they know everything about driving. So, uh, yeah, they're going to be uh, they're gonna be pretty heavy backseat drivers. And the, I think the reason that one's number one on the list is you probably do more driving with your teenage kids than you do probably your spouse. That makes right? sense, you're, yeah. You're, you're toting them around somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, it says uh, spouse was second on the list, 23%. Okay. And it says overall, 73% of people say at least one member of their immediate household is a backseat driver. I think everybody can be a backseat driver every once in a while. It's one of those things that, uh, you know, I, I try not to do it, but if I'm driving in the car like, with my girlfriend and, uh, you know, I, I'll just accidentally be like, hey, look, just slow down. Like, you're about to hit this car or I, whatever. I totally am with, with my wife. Um, probably the two biggest, two biggest things. One is, like, waiting to turn. Yeah. Like onto a main road or something, and I'm just like, go, <laughs> go, why aren't you going? Like, yeah, oh, you know, I want to make sure I have enough room. Like, oh, we could have turned four times. Like, Come on. <laughs> and then uh, the other, one, the other one would be like, I'm always thinking like three steps ahead. Sure. When I'm driving. So I like, I turn onto this road. My immediate thought was like, okay, where's my next turn going to be? Yep. Oh, even though it's four miles away, it's going to be a left hand turn. So I'm going to get over in the left lane. Here. Yeah, I try to do that too. And my wife does not like you know, map out the next steps. Right. So she's turning in the left lane, like as you're approaching that exactly. turn. Yeah. So she'll we'll okay. turn on and our next turn will be a left. Even if it's again, three miles away, but she'll be in the right lane all the way till, you know, it kind of dawns on, Oh, I got to turn left. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, why don't you get over? Just get over. Yeah. We have plenty of room. So, uh, so I admit it. I am, uh, I am kind of totally a little bit of a backseat driver, which, my, lead, which leads to the, do you want to drive? Yeah. My, <laughs> my old roommate uh, was a really bad backseat driver and I would drive him to uh, work all the time. Cause I worked there too. So we would like kind of carpool. And uh, at one point, I like it got so bad, I kicked him out of my car. Like I, I we were getting back to the house, and uh, we were a few blocks away, and so I wasn't like super far away, but like we were a few blocks away, and he just kept going on. It's like, oh, you could have done like, and I was, I, I stopped the car, and I was like, dude, get out! out. <laughs> I'm not driving you anymore. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it can be rough. It can be rough sometimes. That's pretty funny. It says uh, same poll set. Same poll says the most common backseat driver behaviors. Giving unsolicited advice on where to turn, complaining about driving too slowly or too fast, and yelling "Watch out!" at the sight of pedestrians and animals. Yep. Uh, all right, so kind of a uh, kind of some some fun numbers there. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of got us thinking about uh, driving and about uh, some of the other irritating things about driving. So we're not really talking about the uh, members of your family so much with this question. We're just talking about uh, hey, the the world around you. Yeah. What is the most irritating thing about other drivers? Yeah, not, not so much tied to that story with backseat drivers. Right. Just, Kind of, kind of spawn the thought talking about driving. Things that irritate you the most about other drivers. Yeah, I would say uh, not turning on your turn signal is probably the biggest thing for oh, me. Oh, absolutely. Uh, especially when I'm at an intersection and I got to make a left turn, but I see a car coming the other way and they're not have their turn signal on, so I know they're going straight. I'm like, okay, well, I can't turn until they get through. And then it turns out they're turning. Ah, I hate it. I, <laughs> I hate figured, it so much. I figure that would be on the list. People like getting in front of you and then moving, you know, moving over in front of you and then slowing down will be yeah. on the list. And then uh, Kevin. 
already posted kind of his answer, which I thought would also be there, uh, driving driving slow in the passing lane. Okay. Uh, but we, we put that out there. It's a, it's a fill-in-the-blank this morning. The thing that irritates you the most about other drivers is blank. Okay. That's on our Facebook page right now. You can add your thought in the comment section or message us anytime. Do it with your free KISS FM mobile app. When it's country in Potomac, it's Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. No newsworthy nugget of the day with Smith and Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM. Brought to you by Farside Sign, Missoula's leading full-service sign and custom vehicle graphic shop. Farside Sign in the 2200 block of South Avenue West. It's the learning portion of the show. We hope to give you a little bit of information that you can pass on to others. Something you didn't know already. Absolutely. And if uh, you weren't jealous about your coworkers with windows in their offices before, then maybe you will be now. Did you know that people who work in offices without windows... Uh, sleep an average of 46 minutes less per night than people in offices with windows. Uh, it's uh, kind of an interesting thing. But office workers with more natural light exposure, the studies show that they had longer sleep duration, better sleep quality, more physical activity, better quality of life compared to office workers with less wow. light exposure in the workplace. All right. Any chance you have to move up to that office with yeah. the window. You can get an extra 45 minutes of sleep right Go there. It. It's not bad at all. Plus, you got probably the, uh, you know, you get the health, just the, just the, mental aspect of it yeah exactly i think uh, you know it, is, it just feels better to be able to look out the window and be like hey there's there's a world outside and i'm stuck in here in the office and you got yourself a built-in escape route right? ah yes there you go so many positives a lot of positives for having the window in the office so there you go need to or not now you know 